Hey, what's up? We're Brave Youth, a youth movement happening all across Miami, starting at our home, Brave Church. Thanks for checking out our podcast. We can't wait to see how God's going to use it to change your life. Enjoy the message. We're going to go right into it. So if you have notes today, take them out. The first point that I have is clear the cue for God. Clear the cue for God. In other words, clear your plans because his plans are better. You guys know what a cue is, right? So a cue is like similar to a playlist, but it's only like a few songs. So you'll pick out like, I want to plan out uh, my drive. And I'll pick out, I want to do this song and then that song. And then you plan like a little order of your songs. So me personally, I'll, I'll go, I drive a lot. And I'm always playing music, but sometimes my girlfriend will be in the passenger seat, and she'll be like, hey, like, you mind if I play music for once? Like, because I'm always playing the music. I'm always hogging the aux cord. She's like, hey, you mind if I play music for once? I'm like, I'm, I guess, but first, let it go through my cue. So I'm saying, what I'm really saying there is like, I trust you, but I think my music's going to be better, so... Let's just play my music first, and then we'll see, like, we'll give you a chance to play something. And sometimes what will happen is it'll go through my whole queue. By the time we get there, she didn't get to play one song, and then she's mad at me, and then that's uh, another story for another day. But how many of you guys have half-trusted God before? You've half-trusted God before. Like, you say you want to follow him, but you don't want to follow him there. You say that. You want to give him everything, but you don't want to give him that one thing, and you don't want to give him it yet. How many, how many people have said that you trust the plans that he has for you life? You trust the plans he has for you, but then you want to go and create your own plans. There's a story in the Bible about a man who half-trusted Jesus, and I'm going to go into that tonight. If you have your Bible, open up to Matthew chapter 8. Verses 18 through 22, this, this, so just like a little bit into this verse, it was very confusing when I first read it, um, but we have to read the context. So chapter, chapter 8, verse 18 says, when Jesus saw the crowd around him, he gave orders to cross to the other side of the lake. Then a teacher of the law said to him, came and said to him, birds, or wait, came and said, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the, son of the, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. Another disciple said to him, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, follow me and let the dead bury the dead. I mean, when I heard that, I was like, dang, Jesus, like... That was a little savage. Like, you're not going to let this man bury his father? But in this context, you got to understand this man's father wasn't dead. His father was still living. So what he's actually asking here, he's saying, hey, Jesus, I want to follow you. But first, let me live my life until my father dies. And then let me inherit that blessing. Let me um, put him down. And then I'll follow you. So what he is saying, he was, he was pretty much procrastinating. He was procrastinating following Jesus when Jesus was saying, hey, you need to follow me right now. And God is a selfish God. 
He wants all of us, and he wants all of us right now. So I believe that we need to clear the queue. I believe that we, we have all these dreams and, and these plans. Proverbs 16.9 says, a, plan, a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. It is the Lord who is directing our steps. He knows our future. He knows what's best for us. So it's okay. Yeah. And it's okay. I, I want to say it's okay to have dreams. It's okay to have goals. It's okay to have all of these plans for your life. Like, if you're not doing that, then you're being lazy. But at the same time, you always need to recognize that, you know, the Lord could switch things like that. And it's not because he's mad at you. It's not because you did something wrong. But he wants to teach you something. And he wants to stretch you. He wants to grow you. And, and exceed your expectations that you have on your own life. And so once we, once we get past that, once we get past ourselves and we're actually trusting God, that's what takes us to our next point, which is give the ox to God. Give the ox to God. In other words, give up control. And how do we give up control? I think the biggest way is by trusting God and, and trust is not just what we say. Trust is not just saying that we trust God, but it's in, how many of you know it's an action? Like think about, think about what is a trust fall. If I'm, if I'm doing a trust fall, everybody knows what a trust fall is, and somebody's like standing behind you, like you could say, oh, I trust you. You could say that you trust them over and over again, but unless you take that action of falling back, then you don't really trust him. It doesn't matter what you say. Proverbs 3.5 says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Lean not on your own understanding. A lot of us are leaning on ourselves. And it's super comfortable. It's super comfortable to just lean on yourself and stand there. But it's hard to take that action and lean into God and fall into God. But we got to recognize he's always going to be there to catch us. He's always going to be there to catch us. And one thing that he will do when we trust him is he will give us peace. He will give us a peace that surpasses all understanding. There's a, there's a song in the book of Isaiah written by the prophet where he's, he's writing this song to God. And I believe this is a song that a lot of us need to put on our playlist. Like, this is a song that we need to, to recognize. It's in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. This is him talking to God. He says, you will keep in peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you. So in other words, because I trust in God, he's going to keep me in peace. He's going to bring me peace that I did not have before. Like, it's, it's hard for me to hand off the ox. It is hard. And that's just like a funny example. But it's hard for me to do that because of trust. But once I take that step, so if I'm driving and I'm playing, and playing music on my phone, once I actually take that step of, hey, you know, you can, you can play the music today, what I'm doing is I'm lifting a weight that's, that was on my shoulders of having to pick over here, having to be distracted with what's over here, having to be distracted with what's next in my life, being distracted with who I am, what other people think of me. And what I'm doing the whole time is I'm not focusing on the road. I'm not focusing on driving, which is what I was supposed to be doing the whole time. 
And so we, once we take that leap, it's never going to be easy. It's never going to be easy to take that leap of trust. But that's a promise of God that once we do trust him, once we are in, in full once he is full control of our lives, he's going to give us peace in whatever we're doing. In whatever. And as, as I close this third point, um, the keys can come up here. But the last point is add God's playlist to your library. In other words, his plans for you are hand-picked. They're hand-picked. Does anybody, anybody have like a best friend where like they just know you super well? And because they know you super well, everybody's raising their hands with their best friends. They know you super well, and so they know good gifts. They know what to give you. Like my best friend's here tonight. Give a shout-out to Will. Yeah. And Will, for example... When Will picks out like a playlist or when he sends me like a song, I automatically know I'm going to love it because he knows me. He knows what kind of stuff that I like. And he's a good gift giver. And God knows you better than your best friend knows you. God knows you better than you know yourself. God knows you better than your mom knows you. And so he, he knows the desires of your heart. He knows what you need. And he's got a future picked out for you. He's picked out your personality. He's picked out everything about you. He didn't make a mistake. He didn't mess up. You are who you are because God handpicked who you are. Ephesians 2.10, it says, for we are his workmanship. We are his masterpieces. Like, you can look out on the world and it's so evident, like, there's so many creations that God created, but we are the only ones who are made in his image. And none of us are the same. A couple weeks ago, I went to New York with some awesome people. Yeah. Went on this missions trip with some of the uh, leaders here, some of the young interns here. And we had an awesome time. But there was this one moment where I had this sweatshirt on, right? I had this sweatshirt on. And it's this bright green sweatshirt, and I was wearing it around, and Pastor Darrison was like, yo, that's a nice sweatshirt. I was like, thanks, man. Um, my friend had made it for me. So I was like, yeah, it's one of one. And he was like salty for the rest of the trip because he knew he couldn't have one of the sweatshirts. And so that was kind of like a funny moment, but later on in that week, we had this like serious moment where we were all praying over each other and prophesying over each other individually. And when it came to my turn, he was, uh, Pastor Darrison was praying for me and he said, Jake, you're one of one. And it was, it was kind of like a, a full circle, like funny moment, but there was some, something real about that. Like, and it's not just me. We're all one of one. We're all different. We all created different. So what makes us think that our plans that God's plan for our life would not be different. Why do we look to the left and to the right? Why do we compare ourselves? Like for me, I'm trying to be a pastor. Why would I compare myself to Pastor Rich Wilkerson? Why? It's so easy to do that. It's so easy to compare to, you know, all these people that are doing what you want to do, but they're not you. And nobody can be you. God's created us so unique, and he's got a plan for us. If we finish off that verse, the second half of that verse in Ephesians, it says this. It does say, 
for we are his workmanship. And then it says, we were created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Guys, God had a plan for you before you were even born. God knew exactly. He shaped you in your mother's womb. He knew who you were before you even existed. So it's crazy that we ever would try to make our own plans, that we would ever think that we know ourselves, that we are in full control of our life when we didn't create ourselves. That doesn't make sense. Like we can say, oh, I'm self-made. We can say all this stuff about us, but at the end of the day, we both know it's not true. You didn't create yourself. God made you here for a purpose. And so main thing I want you guys to take home today, guys, give up the ox. Give God control because he's got better plans for your life than you could ever create yourself. Guys, camp is next week. And this is, this is a message that I hope you guys would bring to camp with you. You know, I, I used to go to youth camp all the time when I was growing up. And I always had these expectations that God would do. And it's amazing to have those expectations. But I also want you guys to know that God is going to exceed those expectations if you just give him that whole week. Starting today, like, like Darrison said, it's, this is one week Wednesday. Like we're starting right now. As we're in this summer series, know that your summer is not over. Your life is not over no matter what you think. You guys are so young. And today can mark a fresh start. A fresh start of what God wants to do in your life and through your life, if you would just let him, if you would just give him the ox, if you would fully surrender right now, God's going to use you because you're special to him. Guys, you don't have to wait until camp. You don't have to wait until camp to have an encounter with God. We can have that right now. And so as I pray today, if everyone can bow their heads and close their eyes, there's nobody looking around. I would just love to pray over you guys and give you guys a chance to respond to the message today. So for some of you, you may feel as though you have been hogging the ox cord your whole life. Like you think you know what's best for you. You think you know who you are. And you may even feel like that's true right now. But you have bought into the lie that you are in full control of your life. If that's you and you just want to give God full control, if you just want to surrender in this moment and say, God, I've never done this before, but I want to lean into you, God. I want to trust you with my life. If that's you today for the first time, I want to see you raise your hands. Awesome. Awesome, guys. Yeah, everybody clap. That's awesome. I also want to pray over those who, you, who may believe and say that you trust God but deep inside, you're still holding on to something. You've been a Christian. You've been serving. You've been saying all the right things. You've even been doing all the right things. But at the end of the day, you're still holding on to something. You're still holding on to yourself. If that's you today and you just want to say, God, I give you the will, I want you to raise your hands. Amen. Amen. All right, so I'm going to pray over you guys, and then we're going to close. Dear Jesus, 
We thank you for this time. We thank you for these students, Lord. We thank you for the fact that you care about us and that you're not just one of, you're just not a God that put us here on this earth and left us here like all of the other religions believe. You're not this God who drops us off on this planet and then you're just out in space. God, you are a relational God. You are a God that knows us better than we know ourselves, that loves us, and you care about us and our future. And Lord, we just surrender that today, Lord. You hear the cries of these students, Lord. You see our hearts, and we pray that we would just surrender to you in this moment. God, we love you, and we give you this entire weekend going into camp. I pray that we would um, focus and, and just be in prayer and just be interceding before we get into this camp, and we would be expecting you to do big things, but we, we trust that you will exceed those expectations, God. We love you, and your name we pray, amen. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you like this message, hit subscribe and stay connected by visiting us at brave.guide. We'll see you next time, and remember, no turning back. The best is yet to come.